It's now time for an in-depth look dedicated to all things pertaining to the New York Red Bulls, tackling all of the latest news and happenings both on and off the pitch. This is the Fall of Bulls Podcast. The Red Bulls are back from their Gold Cup break, and they could be getting some big pieces back into their lineup. We preview New York's upcoming match versus the Chicago Fire, which may involve the return of one Bradley Wright Phillips. Look ahead to a congested schedule involving six games in 24 days, and we check in on Red Bulls currently on international duty at the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Hey, we're back. It's the Full of Bulls podcast, back from our long, long break, our long Gold Cup break, which is more like uh, an extended bye week almost to, to that extent. Alfredo Fumas is over there. Mike Corbett right here. Of course, follow us at our Twitter page at FOBS Podcast, Anchor FM, Podbean, Apple Podcast. You can find it. I believe Spotify. We might be able to find it over there as well. I know I keep on saying that each week. I keep on screwing it up. But, it's uh, on there. Regardless. Oh, there we go. See, I, you know what, I always forget it. Then you always tell me afterwards. Oh, we can find it there too. <laughs> so, of course, you can find it there. And... Uh, you know, we'll we'll try to get it on more platforms in the near future if we're able to. If not, you know, th- there's plenty of ones to 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 link up right there. But Alfredo, what what have you done with all your time with this long, long extended break? Have you been watching MLS games that have actually been going on during this uh, so-called Gold Cup break? I've watched I've watched some Gold Cup. I've watched some women's. I've watched uh, you know I watched the the other cup. What's the other cup? The South American Cup. Uh, Copa America. Copa America. Sorry, okay. I've watched Japan some of that. Is in that. Japan and and Qatar. And Qatar are in that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know I've watched a, a little bit of stuff here and there, but mostly uh, catch up with some uh, some series. But it was it was good to have the the week off, but it, it did yeah. seem like a long time. Yeah, I guess it was. It came at a Red Bulls were coming off two straight defeats to uh, Philadelphia, then also to. Uh, New England and U.S. Open Cup, so that would be one less trophy that they have a chance of uh, obtaining this season. But it seemed like it, it came at the right time for the Red Bulls that you still had guys that were banged up like Vincent Bezicourt and Bradley Wright Phillips. And we've gotten the update today. Well, we've heard, seen all week where BWP has been in training with the Red Bulls. He says he's fine. And that both of them actually have been upgraded to probable so who knows if they're going to start uh, this Friday, which we'll talk about that game against the Chicago Fire back home at Red Bull Arena. But yeah, I guess that is uh, a positive sign, getting you know Bezicourt back sometime soon. And obviously Bradley Wright Phillips, one of the, your, your top goal scorers, they've seemed to do okay without him. But just being able to bring him back in and just what he, what he really provides for them, both even if he's on the bench, but even you know out on the pitch more importantly. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's important for uh, for the Red Bulls to get uh, one of their leaders back for sure. Uh, and even if it's uh, not to give his contribution right away, mm-hmm. uh, I think that knowing that you have Bright, uh, uh, Brad Wright Phillips, Bradley yeah. Wright Phillips, yeah. uh, now uh, available and healthy after this long spell of him being out uh, with a groin injury or or tendonitis in the in the pubis area, as he yeah. mentioned it in the scrum today, 
look, it, it's always good. Uh, and I think it'll be a matter of time before you're starting again. But I think that the fact that now you have options uh, in in the front line uh, and, and look, it, with all credit to uh, Brian White, he's done he's done well up mm-hmm. front. Uh, he hasn't been a scoring machine, but he has scored goals when the Red Bulls uh, yeah. need him. Barlow, I still think that Barlow needs some more minutes yeah. in, in RB2 in order to be uh, 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 something uh, that the Red Bulls can count on. But having Bradley Wright Phillips uh, off the bench or even to start and be just available, man, he's such a, he's such a threat around the goal. Uh, and he's been having, up until his, in, his injury, he's been having an abnormal season by his standards. Yeah. I don't believe he has scored any goals yet, if, I, if I'm uh, Does he have mistaken. one? I know there was a couple own goals. I think he does have one. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go double check. But, but to, to have... Uh, that guy now available, especially when you clawed through some some difficult times. You've clawed through some times uh, where the Armas out uh, outcry was a lot stronger than what it is today. <laughs> to be able to have that now, it's just on mute right now. It's not like it's completely <laughs> quiet. It's just uh, it's just uh, muted for a moment. But you can quickly hit that button again. But yeah. Ahead. Yeah, you could just lower the level or, or up yeah. the level. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, to, to to be able to have somebody like Bradley Wright Phillips, where everything that he that he adds to this team uh, and the value that he could put on the field, I think it's very good for the Rebels, especially heading into this uh, second half of the season. Yeah, and I guess one thing about his injury, where they they sort of picked it up but not necessarily it was his fault where he was out and then they started playing better but they did start playing better Brian White Tom Barlow came into the mix maybe they're not ready, ready to be you know permanent you know starting options but getting that exposure on, yeah. on the MLS level in important games as well it's almost like with the Yankees this year they've had a lot of injuries and they've had other guys step up like you know so even with their stars out so it just gives you that confidence, even if it's more support on a bench, guys with more experience. So if this happens again down the line, these guys could jump in. They're not jumping in you know, over their heads. They they have that experience. Yeah, no, uh, without a doubt. I, as you mentioned, that is the biggest thing is is – uh, you've often heard of the term coming off the bench cold. Yeah. Uh, it's when you have to be forced into a substitution. But these guys now have had a taste of the game. They've had a taste for the atmosphere. They've had a taste for the speed. They've had a taste for the physicality of the defenders. And I think it's it's a much easier transition now. Or if they have to come off the bench, it's much better for them mentally because they've already experienced those that initial shock and awe, if you could if you could call that, yeah. of what it is to play in MLS at the, at the MLS level. Yeah, and also the way that the Red Bulls do tend to rotate guys. I think maybe more when they have a, a healthy lineup, there might be a little less rotation. But it's still something where it's possibly more options down the line where you feel more comfortable rotating guys because you know these guys have the experience and you can just you know, pop them right in there. Uh, just with some of the, the Red Bulls that are just – what's going on right now with the gold cup Here, here's one thing that i wanted to say the united states are playing tonight against panama both uh michael Murillo is with panama and obviously uh, aaron long with the united states by the way hey he scored two goals aaron long against trinidad tobago i think the united states could have used that back in 2007 when they got eliminated down in uh, trinidad and tobago uh from the world cup that's besides the point but 
Uh, neither of them are playing tonight, but former Red Bull legend Fidel Escobar is back playing for Panama. I just think it's weird playing during a supposedly goal cup break where there was games this past weekend, actually Chicago played to a one, one draw against real salt Lake this past weekend. But in particular tonight where you have, it's the final rounds of the group stage. So sometimes, yeah, teams can play during the knockout stage. Sometimes they start up again, like they do during the world cups and stuff, but they have six MLS games tonight when the United States are playing, you would think, Oh, maybe you know, yeah, you try to give United States preference. Yeah, but you think most fans of MLS are Americans or you know follow the American team here in the United States. To have five, you know, six games tonight. Yeah, all right, one's up in Canada, but you know the one up in Canada, it's Toronto FC is playing Atlanta United. So you know, two teams are supposed to be you know near the top of the the Eastern Conference. I know Toronto's fallen down a bit, but you have two of those teams playing right at the same time. It's just uh, I don't know. It's more more of a head scratching. I had to check the schedule too because I saw they're playing in Kansas City tonight. So I had to double check to make sure that Kansas City wasn't playing on the road somewhere because then that would be even more ridiculous. But you know, I yeah. guess I guess they um, MLS go. Oh no, that'd be way too out of line. You know, we. Just, but no, and don't forget they've also had uh, U.S. Open Cup games while the right. this World Cup was going on. So uh, it wasn't a total shutdown by the MLS or even uh, f for any soccer leagues in in a country. And I know that if you play in and in, uh, in the developmental league or, or the the other, I forget the the, the acronyms for all the leagues. Oh, there's if, the USL Championship and then the USL League One, and it is the NPSL. Yeah. Well, know, all that stuff, yeah. obviously, if you're playing in those leagues, you you're not going to yeah. be involved in national team play, so your team is not really disrupted by by your by your absence. So I could get I I get those leagues going on, but U.S. Open Cup, uh, surely some uh, some teams have been affected by uh, by not only. Uh, uh, the Gold Cup, the Copa America, but also you got the African uh, uh, Cup of Nations, Cup of Nations right. going on also. So it is a lot going on right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, the MLS is back. It, it just it seems if they could have maybe waited an extra week. Uh, all right, maybe start back up this weekend. I get it. Maybe some of the players coming back. Uh, I don't know. I still want to give them maybe a few days off. I can understand you maybe starting up against this weekend, but when you're playing, they were playing last weekend, and also you're playing games of the night. The United States are still playing in their group stage, somewhat of an important game because whoever, if the United States win or draw tonight, they win a group and then they get Curacao in uh, the round of 16 or quarterfinals, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. I guess it goes right to the quarterfinals, and yeah, you know, Panama would get Jamaica. Now, either way, you would think both the United States should, you know, and, and Panama would advance. But you know, you know Jamaica could be tricky. Kamar Lawrence, a Red Bull player, plays for them. You know, Jamaica could be always a, a tricky out. So this is, you know, somewhat of an important match to watch. By the way, also, they're actually both Panama and the United States are resting some of their regulars in this one too. So I guess they don't really um, consider whoever they play on on Sunday. The next the next time they play on Sunday, you know, to be you know huge threats. Yeah, but, yeah, no, it's but short... still, it's still weird. And I was, uh, you know, talk about this weekend. The United States would be playing Sunday. I have to take a look at the MLS schedule. See who's playing. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's a short it's... format, uh, short format tournament. So the games come uh, fast uh, and furious. Yeah. So some guys are going to have some heavy legs. So, yeah. but 
Yeah, but, I mean, with some, but some of the Red Bulls do play. We, I talked about Aaron Long. We scored those two goals. Uh, Derek Etienne Jr. scored a goal for Haiti when they beat Nicaragua 2-0. And then they finished first in their group. They move on. They're playing Canada. So congrats to Derek. Uh, Mario, he's not playing tonight, but they're advancing with Panama. Congrats to them as well. Of course, congrats to Aaron Long and the rest of the Americans, even maybe uh, yeah. Michael Bradley and Jose Altador, which – uh, you go f- take a flying leap. That's besides the point. All right. We go on to the other Red Bull news of notes. Kamar Lawrence, who is representing Jamaica at the Gold Cup, will also be representing both MLS and the New York Red Bulls at the 2019 MLS All-Star Game down in Orlando, July 31st against Atletico Madrid. This is a selection where I, I, I think Kamar hasn't played a lot this year because he's had the injury. He's had a little bit of an illness. But you see this MLS All-Star team, and you see some of the guys that select, sometimes guys selected because there were legends over in yeah. Europe or other bigger leagues. You see like the Schweinsteigers. He's not saying those guys don't deserve to go. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, Nani's going, but also he plays for Orlando City. I, I can, uh, You can see those guys. But I was looking at there, there are a good number of younger players that are representing MLS and players who are regular stars, Quinn Wondolowski, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but that's maybe more of like a uh, an achievement one. How Cal Ripken Jr. used to get selected <laughs> to the All Star Game towards the end of his career, and uh, you know Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade got selected to the NBA All Star Games, you know, knowing this is going to be their final year this year. But I just thought that was, you know, it's not as if Kamar Lawrence is a huge name, but this is a guy that they recognize as being one of the best, if not the best, left yeah. back in MLS the past few years. And even despite his injuries, they still want to have, you know, some of their best guys out there playing in this in this match against Atletico. So I like I like that they were, despite that he hasn't played a lot this year. Who knows? Maybe you look at stats and people say, oh, this left back played this. Much. I, I do like, and not just because he is, uh, you know, a Red Bulls player, but he is normal when he is healthy. And when he is healthy this year, he has shown that he is the, the best left back in MLS. So uh, I uh, give kudos to the people at MLS for for getting him yeah. into the game. No, absolutely. I mean, even after he came back from injury, he was he was as dominating as a right. as, as a dominating left back could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that uh, Kamara Lawrence, with the speed and the pace, and and when you look at this Red Bull resurgent, you also yeah. gotta gotta think about that it can it coincides with Kamara Lawrence's uh, comeback. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely a guy that should be, uh, like you said, probably the best left back in this whole uh, MLS. Uh, league so for him to be there uh i it would be abnormal for him not to be there i think yeah. that it's it's perfectly expected for uh for kamar lawrence to be called out to to be uh, an mls all-star yeah and plus you know he is uh, a stalwart now with the jamaican national team he has yeah. some jamaicans that live down in in the in the orlando area as well it'd be a little bit of a sense of pride as well and plus they're, they're all you know all over the united states so you talk about Jamaica, you know, trying to grow, become one of the better teams in CONCACAF too. It also gives good exposure to their program as well. One of their top guys making the game, going up against a team like Atletico. Uh, Red Bulls too. Just getting to them a little bit before we talk about Friday night and some of the other matches up to come up here. They got thumped their last game against uh, Pittsburgh, uh, the Riverhounds, 3-0. So their three-game win streak snapped. They're in action tonight. In uh, Tennessee against uh, Nashville FC, I'm going to take a uh, Nashville SC. I, like, I don't even know if they played or not because the game is supposed to kick off at eight, but I don't have any alerts or anything like that that normally come in. 
on my phone. So I don't know what's going on with that game, but they're supposed to be playing tonight. Uh, they're back in action Saturday night, concluding their three-game road trip. Against delayed, Trump. Mike. Delayed. Uh, weather, probably. Yeah. There were some but... other games that were delayed, too. I think even the D.C. United game got started, or there were some other ones that were uh, delayed. So we'll see if they get started tonight, but then they'll also be playing again Saturday down in South Carolina against the Charleston Battery. Currently, they sit in third place in the USL Championship, 29 points after 15 games played, four behind Tampa Bay. Uh, is it all depending what happens tonight? Other than that, uh, nothing else really. I haven't heard anything new with the transfer front. You know, the big news, BWP, he's back in training. He should be bet ready to go. The match this Friday night, scheduled kickoff at 8 p.m. on Unimas and uh, on Twitter if you want to watch the English feed. But also on Unimas, I know I can do it on my TV. I could switch with uh, the SAP and get the, uh, the English-speaking feed. This will be the Red Bulls. First MLS match in 20 days. It'll be the 17 days since their extra time lost to New England in the U.S. Open Cup. Chicago sitting in this match at eighth place in the Eastern Conference, 19 points. There's some other matches that are going that maybe could uh, affect their, them in the standings right now. I think Orlando's right behind them in the standings, but uh, Orlando right now still losing 1-0 to D.C. United. That's gone into the, the 90th minute. Um so it looks like Chicago is still going to keep their spot, 19 points. They're uh, tied with uh, Toronto FC on points. Toronto FC is tied right now so uh, with uh, Atlanta, so don't worry about that as much. They actually played, as I said before, they played last week against Real Salt Lake, playing to a 1-1 result at home. Chicago did beat the Red Bulls earlier this year. That was back in March 30th at SeatGeek Stadium, beat them 1-0. It was on a own goal by Tim Parker, but it was, uh, it was, it was tough to really blame him. It was, it, was a bad, it was a bad turnover and he was just sort of caught in a bad position and it just wasn't a good result overall for the Red Bulls. So Chicago did get him, and Chicago did come into Red Bull arena last year and beat the Red Bulls two to one. So it's always, it's always a, a tricky moment with them. I know CJ Sapong is listed as questionable. He's got a back injury, but you still got guys like Bastian Schweinsteiger and Manja Nikolic, uh, Gaetan is there. They just signed him. I think his first match was, um, I think he came off the bench in that Chicago game when, when the Red Bulls played. I'm not sure. No. And of course, he didn't come in for that one. I think he was there, but maybe he didn't play. No, he had uh, he had already debuted. Oh, okay. All right. So he was there, but um, he's yeah. someone to watch out. And, of course, our old pal Dax McCarty. Aaron Long won't be there. Kamara Lawrence won't be there. Michael Maria won't be there. That's a big hole on the defensive side. And, of course, Derek Etienne Jr. won't be there. Uh, Connor Lane will be there. Uh, as I said, Aaron Long won't be there. Kamar Lawrence won't be there. Michael Maria. But, yes, yes, Connor Lane, yeah, he'll be there. Sean Nealis will be there. Uh, will he be playing? I don't know. Let me uh, – I mean, he'll, he'll be there whether he, he uh, steps out there or not. I mean, you think maybe Amro Tarek, he did come back – for that U.S. Open Cup match, so you hope that uh, Tarek and Tim Parker will be your 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 center backs, and you have Kyle uh, you have Kyle Duncan out there, and yeah, Connor Lade will will be out there. We'll pull for you, Connor, but you know, it, it's been a brutal brutal run. All right, so just with this game coming up, and then just looking at some of the up other upcoming games after this break, which is probably good for them to recharge themselves. 
Alfredo, they got six games coming up in the next 24 days starting Friday night. And there's some big ones uh, on the yeah. horizon as well. Atlanta United, NYCFC, Toronto City, uh, Toronto FC, Orlando City down there. It's always problem game for the, for the Red Bulls. Just going into this match, yeah, you're missing some guys on uh, international duty. You don't know what you're going to get from uh, Bradley Wright Phillips coming back. But just really – this is an important match for them to come out of the break after having gone into the break on those two bad losses to really come out and establish themselves early on, on against Chicago. Yeah. Look, the, the biggest thing with the Chicago team is, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be a team that, uh, as we know, has talented players. Uh, but sometimes they're a little bit disjointed the way they play. They're, uh, they're not always a, an harmonious team that you see, a team that has it together, and that's why they've struggled uh, all season with some inconsistencies. So I don't, you know, to be perfectly honest, the, the, the game, and as I look at this game and, and seeing that the Rebels have pl- haven't played a competitive game in quite some time, uh, I don't and know. And Chicago did. Chicago played last yeah. weekend too. So. I don't know what's uh, what's going to come uh, of this game, yeah. to be honest with you. But you mentioned six games in, in, in 24 games, or I'm just reading the notes. I don't know if you mentioned it or not. Yeah. But it, you can make an argument. I mean, you you were saying that uh, teams have been playing be, uh, during the Gold Cup. Uh, I mean, it's not like this Friday. The Red Bulls are going to get Aaron Long, Michael Murillo, and Kamara Lawrence back. Why didn't you play last weekend? You could have you could have gotten a game out of the way out of the six games, so yeah. you don't have to play that many games in this shorter span of time. Yeah, and this is a, a home match at Red Bull Arena. Their next home match will be against NYCFC on July 14th. But between now and then, they're at Houston uh, July 3rd, the night before the 4th of July, at Houston. Then July 7th, which is the day of the Gold Cup final, they're at Atlanta United. Then they're at home July 14th against NYCFC. Then a short week, Wednesday, that week, a few days afterwards, they're at Toronto FC. Then they fly all the way down for a Sunday match down in Orlando. So the, these these uh, six games, four of the six are going to be on the road. And at places such as Toronto FC, Orlando City, Atlanta United, places that could be tough uh, for opponents. And Houston, which is a place where the Red Bulls have struggled in the past as well. Yeah, look, a very uh, tough run uh, considering the opposition. Houston, Atlanta, Toronto, uh, I mean, even even Orlando. But NYCFC, you could throw everything out the, do- the window because it's a derby. Uh, so they're always going to play each other very hard depending on how they're doing uh, throughout the season. Uh, but this is, a, this is a very tough run. And, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's good to have guys like Bezencourt back and Bradley Wright Phillips back because it just adds to the depth. And those two guys are two guys that uh, could both either start or or make an immediate impact off the bench. So it's good that the, the Red Bulls have them back. Uh, shame that we don't have uh, Aaron Long and, and Kamar Lawrence and Michael Murillo, but yeah. it is what it is. And I think that uh, the Red Bulls, uh, after uh, going into the break, uh, suffering that loss against Philadelphia when they were up to nothing and then they lost the game 3-2, uh, they need to get back on that momentum now because if you're going to yeah. build some Brutal momentum, loss. if you're going to build some momentum, this is probably a good stretch to really test where you're at and how you've progressed throughout the season uh, as a team to see if you're up to snuff with the competition you're about to face. 
Yeah, and looking at that Atlanta United game, um, you know, you got you to gotta look at the, the first opponent up ahead, Chicago, but looking at that Atlanta United, it's the day of the Gold Cup final. You're thinking, uh, not that you really want to hate on Jamaica or anything, or, or but, um, you know, you're not thinking about it. It's going to be Jamaica in the next round. You possibly have Jamaica versus Panama. So you think whoever you know loses that one, all right, you, you we're getting get a one, defender you, back. You get one one guy back, then you, then you got to hope the next round, whoever it is, they get knocked out, so you get the next one back. Although I don't know how much time they'll give them. You think whoever gets knocked out on Sunday, they should be available for that Atlanta game next Sunday. I guess maybe whoever advances to the semifinals, I doubt that they'll be available. So if you think uh, push comes to shove. Mm, maybe maybe you'd rather have Kamar. Would you would, would you rather have Kamar back sooner, or would you have Mario back sooner? Uh, I rather I rather have Kamar. Okay, but you also remember Mario is going to be on the right side, so that means all that, I that guess, was that's, that was that, exa- you know what? Yeah, that's right because you, that's where they can have Kyle Duncan there. <laughs> I, I was thinking Connell Aid, but yes, that's like Connell Aid's been playing for Kamar. So yes, that, you are right. that was uh, that was exactly my train of thought yes. when you asked me that. I got I got I got it reversed. I asked you that question. So I thought, hey, they, it's either this or that, but I'm going, oh, that's right. And I thought it's I thought to Kyle myself, Duncan. I thought to myself, okay, what side does Kyle Duncan play at on? I said, all right, the right side. I, yeah. Okay, I'd rather have Kamar back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We don't. We don't mean to hate on Connor Lade, but uh, you know, it, it's the reality is that uh, you know it's it's tough. It's yeah, very pr- tough. Proof us wrong, Connor. Actually, he played. He actually had a a decent game against Atlanta United last time out, right? When they were even down a man. Yeah. I, I think I think he had some you know, some good tackles in there. He put, he put in a really good effort, and it was like, oh wow, yeah, that's what you say. Yeah, he's, Connor, he's doing well. Then after that, it's just like, all right, you know, I had that one good game against them. I'm gonna check out for not that he's a check out, but it, you know, it's just all after that, it's just like, oof. Yeah. Same thing with Sean Nealis too, but obviously, uh, yeah, he be, you know he reverted back to a rookie, and I think he took uh, kind of laid with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry guys, I hate I hate to hit you know to make fun of you, but it is what it is. All right. Uh, well, I guess we'll keep it at that. Um, nothing else really to break down. It's just really an important one. Um, really, with this this six-game stretch coming up, and especially with the condensed schedule, this is where we do talk about where they have uh, rotated guys throughout the year. This is where maybe they can gain a little bit of advantage with you know having to rotate guys earlier in the year because you have some midweek matches. So you know, you're not going to be seeing the same lineups uh, each game. That's for certain. Yeah. I mean, you haven't seen the same lineup since the beginning of the that year, I think. Yeah. All right. Alfredo, it was great talking to you here once again. Uh, you know, hopefully we have some more positive news. I guess uh, was it the game is next Wednesday. Maybe we'll try to get one in because um, uh, they play Friday. So maybe we'll try to get one in like Sunday or Monday before then. But um, you enjoy yourself. Enjoy the match Friday night and uh, enjoy your weekend, Alfredo. Take care, everyone. Later, Mike. All right. For Alfredo from Austin, I am Mike Corbett. You are, thanks for listening to the Full of Bulls podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at FOBS Podcast, on Instagram at Full of Bulls, and visit our Facebook page and subscribe on iTunes. This has been a presentation of the Full of Bulls Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.